We sat on the wall up at the city border side by side, shoulders touching. Our feet dangled over the vastness of ash and scorched earth that lay beneath. The wooden horse creaked in the distance, making my chest tighten, my hair stand on end. It had come to me in a dream that very morning. I was on the ground outside the city, unmasked, and the horse just stood there, enormous, creaking, absurd. I had woken up drenched in sweat. I held an umbrella over Kioni's head to shelter her from the falling ash. It was not big enough for both of us. The right side of my parka had already turned an ashy gray. Kioni's breathing was heavy behind her gas mask. Its last malfunction had taken a toll. She coughed. I won't survive another accident, she said, as if reading my thoughts. This is my last birthday. You don't know that. Yeah, love, she said. I do. It sounded like she was smiling. We watched as the ash kept falling. It coated the accumulated junk on the outer side of the wall. Piles of clothes, useless gas masks, broken things that couldn't be mended. The ash made everything look soft and powdery. Even the horse, despite its size, was partly concealed. Ashes up to its hawks. I remember the horse being built. The heated arguments at the city center. The buzz of the construction site. The endless public funerals for the people who died building it. Crushed under huge blocks of wood. I had stood by as father and mother and everyone I knew helped wield it out there. A few hundred meters north of the wall the night before sealing the city gate for good. I didn't understand it then, the waste of resources, the lives lost. I still don't. It's a gift, they told me, but they never said for whom. The horse was presented to this vast kingdom of ash and stayed there unmoving, unopened, untouched,